This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. So it wasn't Baron's fault that Gormley died. Yeah, it, it was, was Skids. Yeah. <laughs> Gormley is gone, and someone has to pay. This thing killed Gormley. Let me make no mistake. No, no, run absolutely. it, run it back, run back the tape. The heroes will search high and low. Everyone, Baron. roll a perception check. Is it vision based? <laughs> I Everyone can't. but Baron roll. Thank you, thank you. Witness karma exact its revenge on Troy. Failed. Oh my God! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Failed. Yes, That's all you yes, need. Yes. And uncover a strange new mystery. You see what looks like a body in the tree. Whoa. That may totally change the game. Giant dragonflies, shadow rat swarms. I get that. <laughs> But a translucent teenager, I'm out. <laughs> the adventure continues now. Hey, everyone. Matthew here to uh, pour one out for Gormley. Yeah, that was pretty rough. It's actually my uh, first character death ever. So I have a Troy to thank for that. Uh, But, you know, I don't regret it. You know, like Troy said, Gormley died like she lived. Uh, You know, her friends are in trouble. Benverine dead. Wolverine, not the entertainer. Uh, In a ridiculous room that was made for flight. Enemy with DR. So she went out in a blaze of glory, sort of. And I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed. I and mean, I would have loved to bring out the retribution hex on Troy's crits. Maybe that would have changed things. You know, cackle all the way home. Anyway, but I just want to say she was a lot of fun to play. And I'm glad everyone out there responded to her weirdness, her witchy ways. And I'm glad I got to spend time with her. So, uh, Here's to Gormley. All right, enough of this. Uh, What the hell is the party going to do without Gormley? That's the question. So let's find out, shall we? Here's episode 51, The Bear and the Maiden Fair. I want to apologize to our listeners. Uh, Last episode was probably one of our weakest. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing really happened. Nothing happened. Nothing really happened. It was real slow. Story didn't move forward. Uh, Everything's changed, but nothing's different. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true poet. Yes, yes. Um, Wow. What what a nap. Just listening back to it. It was... You could tell, like, we were just, okay, roll 18 to hit. The sadness. One thing to have Ben Vereen... Fall to his death, but then I have Gorms. I mean, I just got done talking about how Lork has taken this trick and all this stuff, and it's based around the idea of protection. He's trying to protect his allies, right. and he's just standing there helpless, watching two of them just fall from the grasp of this thing just to disappear into the darkness, and he knows what's down there and just dead. What an interesting character trait, though. I love the idea of the guy that wants to save everyone and continually fails. Yeah, I mean, it is... It is a good character. It's not a fun character to play, I'll no, tell you that no. much. 
I, I will say that uh, I actually went halvesies with Matthew on a ray of disintegration to cast against Troy. So roll, roll a fortitude <laughs> take. All right. Plus 20. Oh, made it. <laughs> yeah, your constitution's great. 32. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, all those healthy meals and exercising you do. Years of alcohol abuse. <laughs> Everyone roll. A yeah, what, what are the Paizo rules on uh, 50 drinks a week? <laughs> I have a lot to celebrate. <laughs> I have a lot of friends. Um, should we have told Matthew that we're recording today? <laughs> you know, I think it's probably best if we just kind of move on. I'm you know, like, you just Sometimes yeah. you just got to go cold turkey. It would just hurt his feelings, if he, if, even if we brought it up that we were recording. Yeah. It's just best to leave him in the dark. I, I guess, saw him, I saw him like... Uh, it's like two or three days ago, you know, our usual record night, and he was just kind of like lingering outside my apartment, just like looking up in the window. I was like, ugh. Did, I had to turn the lights off, pull the shades. Did, right. did you think he was going to pull out a boombox like John Cusack <laughs> and be like... He was like laying on a three-day-old newspaper. <laughs> eating a stale bagel. <laughs> hey, Joe, I, I, I've been looking at the fly rules. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I think, I think we, I think we thought about this wrong. Uh, I think if I roll a two, I'm still alive. <laughs> uh, uh, your cruelty knows no bounds. Hey, hey Matthew. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> We're having a good time. Uh, Grant, you had some dragonfly facts, I heard. So we were thinking about the ultramarine, what was it? Chaser. Ult- chasers. What so a great idea. He, ultramarine chaser. Did you ever serve ultramarine chasers at your bartending job? I did. It was, uh, you, you'd have them after a uh, tequila shot. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a real fan of this animal. So um, I was realizing after the episode that I knew something about dragonfly mating habits. And if you've ever been to the lake during the summertime, you may have seen two dragonflies connected to each other and they'll fly together and they'll land on lily pads. It's very similar to the dungeon, except you don't die while watching. Them. <laughs> right, right. And um, while they're connected, they're actually mating and dragonfly males are notoriously jealous creatures. So they will actually do what the ultramarine ch- chaser did and dive bomb mm-hmm. the mating couple and they will kill one, two, or all three of them in the process. So what we should have done in that combat is summon two more dragonflies to mate and see how they <laughs> killed each other in the process. So it wasn't Baron's fault that Gormley died. Yeah, it, it was, was Skids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's suggesting that Gormley and Ben Vereen were a mated pair. Yes, I am. They I did get died. that as well. I did get that. And as I'm well. constantly I'm, I, the dragonfly was trying to mate with Gormley at the time. Oh, man, just crushed you in its jaws and then dropped you to the floor. I mean, uh, I I haven't stopped thinking about it all week. I've said before, you know, from my experience DMing, when it comes to character death, it's a lot of times it's falling damage or critical hits. Critical hits, falling damage. That's what kills people. And whenever you, when we were on that bridge a few episodes ago, I was just like, oh, this is the kind of place it happens. No handholds. Yeah, somebody just falls and then... And that was really dangerous. And I was all, Gromby's going to walk over on the edge. Cause yeah. And ultimately it was. Yeah. Cause you're like, Oh, I can fly. I can do feather falling. I have all these options. And right. I did. And by, by, by the rules I could. Yeah. He just, we just, played it all right by the rules. Played it all right. By the way, yeah. before this episode happened, we cast Hopefully. speak with dead so that Matt could be on this co- uh, podcast. <laughs> I'm Skyping yeah. in from him. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> I actually died along with my character. How's the manager special? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was trying to give Troy an opportunity there. I think we all lost out on uh, Howie would have been amazing. Howie had a couple more episodes left. Yeah, I I was excited. 
He was uh, going to be like Gormley's caddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. But maybe the voice of Howie cool. can be recast as this tiny bear cub uh, that has come and yes. up to Lork's feet and shown affection. <laughs> a bear. Uh, a bear. Yeah. A bear, a bear. Uh, yeah. black so, yeah. and brown and covered with hair. Lork, this this bear, a small, we'll call it a small bear. It's a young bear. Uh, what I say? A monkey came up to Galabras and uh, do I get a monkey? <laughs> you get a monkey. You get a you got a house already. Yeah, you already got a house. <laughs> I, I almost got a parrot, which would be making me one step closer to being a pirate. Yeah, <laughs> make me lose a leg and give right. me a peg leg, and I'm except good. you would wear an eye patch for both eyes. <laughs> I wish. That was so fast. <laughs> so fast. Boom. I wish the audience could see how pleased Troy was with that joke. Oh, that was a good man. one. I got to stretch after that one. That was good. That was good. His face is so oh, red. Man. Lizards uh, crawling over Baron and he wig his feet. A little bird lands on Baron's shoulder and then a small bear cub comes up to Lork and gives him puppy bear eyes. Yeah, Lork, this is you this bear is looking at you the same way Ben Vereen did when it first crawled upon deck. What do you do? I say, you'll never replace Ben Vereen, and I kick it in the face. <laughs> <laughs> did it across the conservatory. <laughs> um, no, I uh I'll I'll look down. I you know, I see this look in its eyes, and you know, there's sort of a I mean, technically by the rules, the an animal companion is a divine companion. It is like infused with the spirit of the ranger's deity and it comes from the ranger's deity. It is destined to be paired with that ranger. So I think that there, you know, in that moment, there must be some sort of connection that happens for Lord to know that there's something happening there. When you say he looks up and he gives him the same look as Ben Vereen, it's like there's something behind the eyes that kind of uh, makes Lord think that this is destiny in in some small way, you know? So he's Mm -hmm. definitely going to kind of reach down and kind of hesitantly try to give it his hand and see if it's, you know, if it's cool with it, and if it is, then he'll pet it a little bit. And, yeah, and the bear yeah. stands up on its hind legs. Uh, uh, you know, it's not a huge bear, but it comes up probably to your midsection. Right. And it, uh, like, puts its both of its paws in your paws, like you're dancing almost. Uh, and then it nuzzles against your leg. Oh, wow. All right, so then he knows. He's like, thank you, Gorham. I'll give you a couple episodes to come up with a name. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Because nothing's going to beat Ben Vereen. <laughs> Don't rush it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. technically, uh, rangers aren't allowed to have bears, but uh, we can do whatever we want. Right, yeah. We talked about this off air. And, yeah. you know, you mentioned the bear, and that was your idea, which I thought was a great idea. But it is, I looked it up, you know, I was like, oh, I'll get the stats on it. And rangers aren't allowed to have bears, and I don't know why. But... Whatever. I will tell you. It has very similar stats to a wolverine, so it's fine. I will tell you, the all of these animals that are crawling over you guys, uh, anyone with any type of knowledge nature knows that these animals are of exceptional quality. And Lork, if you are going to take this bear under your wing, um, it possesses the diehard feet for free. Wow. So talk about something... You have a much better chance of keeping this thing alive now. Yeah. Die hard means once this character goes below zero, it automatically stabilizes. Yeah. So you don't have to wor- never have to worry about it bleeding out. Now, it could still take a crushing blow or falling damage or and just fall. straight up die. Or coup de gras. Right. Or coup de gras, but it stabilizes when it goes below zero. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you have a bear, dude. You've got a bear. <laughs> I've got a bear. Um, but you are without. What's your name, little bear? I ask it. <laughs> It just looks Does it good. respond? Does it, it just, speak common? <laughs> My name is Tubbles. 
That's, Kids, that's, that's Kids, my cat. Kids cat's name. <laughs> that's my cat's name. A ranger can have a cat. Oh, what a waste that would be. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, Lork is a pussy. It would just... Oh, <laughs> oh, come, come on. on. We're having fun. Uh, all right, so... I've described this room to you. Uh, you've been here before. You just haven't been to this level. Uh, so you entered through this hollow wooden tree uh, that has steps leading down into this room. Let me tell you about this room. This room, for all intents and purposes, uh, is a medium forest under Pathfinder rules. What does that mean? You'll notice there's a couple of large trees in the room, one of which you just came out of, and there's a number of small trees scattered. The small trees take up a five-foot space. But they don't technically take up a five-foot space. You can st- uh, occupy any of the spaces that one of those trees are on, and you get a plus two to your AC and a plus one to your reflex save. So I t- still take a negative to my AC by being blinded. <laughs> Correct. Which is perfect. Yeah, did we mention not only did so the wait. witch die and the ben- Benverine die, but Baron is still blind. Okay, so I'm sorry. There are trees there, but you can stand on the spaces? Yeah, so even though I've drawn them taking up the whole space, you're able, imagine you're able to use those trees for cover. Okay. Uh, So you're getting a plus two to your AC and a plus one to your reflex save because you can use it to dodge out of the way of shit. So it gives you a little... So I'm to understand that there's definitely combat in this room. Not necessarily. Uh, I'm just letting you know, no, no. Uh, you know, in yeah, the event something not. happens. Why would you think there'd be combat in here? <laughs> That's really presumptuous of you. You know what? I'm taking the bear back. <laughs> no, no. You get the monkey. You didn't even have a name. Uh, the whole floor is difficult terrain. Right. Now, obviously, Galabras is going to have five rounds in which he can avoid it with his agile feet. But for the rest of you, everything is going to be two squares of movement. That means you cannot run. You cannot charge. This is tough, thick underbrush. But there's something good. Every space in the room, you get 20% concealment because the underbrush is so thick. So does, wow, the, okay. does, does that make my concealment on a blind shot 70% then? Or does it stay at 50%? Uh, I think it should stay at 50 but... Uh, 70%. <laughs> no, I think it's never more than total. Yeah, you can't no, have I, more I think, than total yeah, concealment. Yeah, 50% is, okay, is great. the most. Good to know. Um, Maybe 60%. We'll have to figure that out. Um, And acrobatic and stealth checks are increased by two in this room. So I'm I'm giving you the technical things that are happening in this room, but the point is this is thick, thick vegetation everywhere throughout the room. Trees, small and large, and then little critters running all around. You'll see them from time to time. I'm thinking, like, why can't, like, look, you know, as a ranger, you're like, why can't a ranger, like, do this? You know, I thought that they could do it. I look it up. Seventh level. Two Five. levels away. I can move through all this without any penalty. Oh, man. Just two more levels. And of course, make we... sure that your next ranger that you make has the same ability. <laughs> yeah. I, I turn to Lork and Galabras and I say, Do y'all see my fishing lure anywhere? Because that's a good place to start. Something, oh, yeah. Something yanked it out of my hands. Oh, no, let's do a right. perception check to look around for that. All right, roll for perception, Galabo. 10. 21. <laughs> uh, Galabras, I don't see anything. Lork, you would know that he dropped it on the other side of the bridge, so that's on the other side of the room. Oh, okay. Okay, but you rolled a 21? Yeah. What you do notice is uh, maybe 30 feet away or so, there is a uh, smaller tree, as opposed to the large, massive tree that you just walked out of. Uh-huh. And you see what looks like body 
lodged in the tree. Whoa. On the other side of it. it like looks, on like it's laying on the ground and I see like legs or something? No, you see like it's half, in the tree. In the upright. tree. Like there's a tree and there's a half of a body. Like a leopard killed it and dragged it up into the tree? No, like it's in the tree. No, this is like And a, it's humanoid. Looks appears to be humanoid. Did you guys play Fallout 3? Do you guys remember the NPC that got melded with a tree during the nuclear blast and was intelligent? I think that. It looks similar to that. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Nailed it. Whatever that is. Okay. I am going to make haste towards that tree slash body. I'll go with him. Okay. Galabras and uh, Lork make haste over to the tree. And does the bear follow me? The bear starts to follow you. <laughs> All right. The bear does, does a wigga follow? Uh, yeah, a wigga follows. So I take uh, her hand. Yeah, and I, I get goosebumps and butterflies in my tummy when I feel her hand. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that she's pretty. I, I don't. I just that's feel why you never feel a connection. You know what, Skid? If you only <laughs> make your go. relationship based off of physical attributes, <laughs> that's your problem. Uh, she says, "Shut up, dwarf. Come with me." Uh, so you hastily run over there. Roll for initiative. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I was literally, I didn't think you were. Galabras, roll a knowledge. What knowledges do you have? Uh, well, I've got geography, history, local nobility. This is a noble tree. What about you, And Lark? religion. What about you, Lark? I have... knowledge at all. I have engineering, geography, local, nature, and religion. Roll an H. I don't know if that's... Knowledge, nature. 17. 17. You're not quite sure either. It's not quite nature, but you see... Is uh, it a human body? You see a humanoid young female who appears to be trapped within the tree. But not human. It's a race you're not familiar with. Iwiga says, it is a fetchling. What the fuck is a fetchling? Never heard of that. And she is asleep. Appears to be a young girl, 17 years old. We, oh, oh, in the tree. In the tree. Alive. Uh, breathing. Can I do a heel check to see if there's like damage or something? Sure. Uh, 14. Uh, no, just seems to be exhausted. It's like she is uh, not even uh, touching the ground. She's hanging there like her body lodged in the tree. I thought there was no sleep in this place. Strange. Baron offers to use his utility shot to shoot her out of it. (laughs) Okay. uh, It's all right. I can uh, see a lot better. Hold on. Step back and I guess 50-50. a miss chance that you kill her. Uh, All right. right. Is there any way to, to free the, what is it called? A fetchling. Fetchling. That sounds dirty. And she's very fetching. Okay. Mm. For a fetchling. Um, um, all right. I will try to... Is she trapped? Or I'll try to wake her. Uh, like, like... You shake her awake. I'll slap her in the face real hard. And <laughs> just punch her. <laughs> with a spiked gauntlet. <laughs> Guys, I've, I've dealt with this before. Let me just wake her up with my falchion. <laughs> um... <laughs> Just take Ben Vereen's dead body and slap her. All right. <laughs> All right. He's in the seed uh, room. General repose. He's in seed storage. Uh, Manhattan seed storage. She, she comes to. Hello. Oh, Jesus. There you go. 
You all look very interesting. (laughs) Scared the shit out of me. Where's that voice coming from? A microphone. It's coming from inside the room. It's coming from inside the tree. Who's who's talking right now? I I can't see shit. (laughs) Poor Baron has no idea what's going on. What the fuck's going on right now? Some sort of strange creature in in the tree. What are all of you? Who are you? That's a that's a throwback to episode one <laughs> when when Skid was asked who are you by Tom Exposition. Said, who the fuck are you? I'm Alex. My name's Della. Della Narn. Della Narn. Who are you people? Well, I'm Lark Iron Tusk. This is Galabras here. The blind fellow. He just fell. Oh. Uh, the guy <laughs> on the ground over there is Baron Redheart, and this is our new ally from from within the vault. What's your name? Iwiga. Iwiga. What? The, the bear doesn't have a name yet. The bear is as yet unnamed. Wait what? a couple episodes. <laughs> Why are you... How did you... How are you on a tree? It's all very strange. My father and I, we were trying to find my mother. We've been traveling between different planes trying to locate her. She's from the shadow plane. And we, my father and I were separated and I appeared here in this tree and I have been here for it seems like a very very long time and yet no time at all anybody know how to get me out of this uh is there like um is she trapped by like physical branches that I could rip or pull uh she is like lodged straight into the tree so think of it as like she was dimension hopping or um, like moving through uh, space. Okay. she just kind of hopped into a tree Jesus so she's stuck in there so you'd have to like Chop it up, chop her out. Bear, bear. Uh, Baron, can I borrow your axe? You can borrow my axe, but first, I want to say <laughs> an ancient dwarven poem before you start to remove her. Are you ready? Uh, is it copyrighted? <laughs> <laughs> this is an original interpretation and falls squarely under fair use laws. And Baron calls down into his deepest inner being and says, Hush, my darling, don't fear, my darling, the lion sleeps tonight. Hush, my darling, don't fear, my darling, the lion sleeps tonight. He hands the axe to Lork and says, We moe, we moe, we moe, we moe, we moe, we moe. And he continues throughout the entire removal. See, now this is why we need pre production meetings. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody call Grant's manager. (laughs) (laughs) He's out of control. He's blind. He doesn't know what's going on. He's drinking ale. There's nothing else I can contribute to these episodes online. So I thought I'd ruin them until until Troy. Troy wants to just heal me, so I stop. <laughs> that is an interesting. That's an interesting blackmail. It's like, no, I will ruin the episodes of the show until you send that fucking critter back and cure me of my blindness. Uh, Lork is going to take the axe and um, try to. Can I? Uh, I mean, he's going to attempt to safely cut her out. Sure, of the tree. just like uh, yeah, attacking the tree. So after 10, 15 minutes, you you know. You, it's not like you haven't worked with an axe before. You're yeah. able to carve her out. And I don't know, uh, Della, is it? Della. Della, I don't know if you thought that your other half of your body was in another dimension or not, but you realize pretty quickly as Lork is, uh, as this giant half orc is chopping you out, that indeed the rest of your body was within the hollow of the tree. That's great. That's uh, great news. And after 10, 15 minutes, uh, Lork, along with his companions, free you 
from the tree. And in front of you stands a 17-year-old uh, attractive, would you say? I'm not going to specify there, Troy. I don't okay. think that's a question we All should right, be asking. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. What is she? Did you cast her yet? I have not cast her yet. Oh, see. He never I, cast Gormley either. So I didn't plan yeah, on Yeah, Gormley was never no, cast. No, Gormley was Helena Bonham Carter. That's no, true. I always no, no, said that. Oh, Skid oh, was oh, like, okay. why don't you do Helena Bonham Carter? Yeah. I thought it was like, Kathy right. Griffin. I'll tell you what. I didn't really expect to be killed horrifically. So I'm, uh, I'm only had a week. Yeah. So right. she's so she's very young, and she her skin is translucent. She's a fetchling is basically a half. You know, they're descended from creatures of the shadow plane and humans. So she's like in this case, Della is half human, half shadow creature. Okay. So she's got. Uh, we just lost six listeners. <laughs> It's like, this is too nerdy now. I am yeah. done. They have, Matthew has really crossed a line here. I'll hang a witch, out. Sir. A witch, I can understand. <laughs> Giant dragonflies, shadow rat swarms, I get that. <laughs> but a translucent teenager, I'm out. Sounds, you sounds, took away my ability to vomit spiders on people. Oh, that was fun. That sounds, was. Sounds like Cindy Lauper to me. Or Lord Ooh, for a, 20, a young Cindy Lauper. Well, we've got some time. To we think. can also accept some suggestions from the, uh, right. from the listeners. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, tweet out uh, the bear's name and the actress that's playing Della. Della. Della Reese. What's her last name? <laughs> Not Della Reese. Della Narn. Della Narn. I got to write that on my initiative Don't track. confuse. Is, Don't say Della Reese is playing Della Narn. <laughs> that would be very confusing. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so she's translucent she's, skin. What color hair? Uh, right now it's jet black. Jet Black. And she's very tall and very, very thin. How tall are we talking? Uh, almost six foot. Let me ask you this. If I put her on a lily pad, would it sink? It would not because she's, <laughs> she's incredibly... So tactful. <laughs> Just asking. Asking for a friend. <laughs> Yo, dude, did you ask her if she'd sink on a lily pad? Howie is dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's, incre- she's very tall, but she's also very, very thin. Fetchlings are very skinny. Okay. Okay. And she carries a scimitar. Ah, okay, so she's got some gear. Oh, so, oh, that's interesting, because Lork, I mean, I think Lork would look at it and be like, that is, it's very similar to a falchion, but just, you know, smaller. Right. That's an interesting weapon you carry. Why, why a scimitar? It was my father's. He taught me how to use it. Who's your father? He was a... You <laughs> thought it was Dan. God, damn it. Yeah. 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 Okay. You see? <laughs> see? I believe his name was Duff. Da dad. Like <laughs> da dad. Just da dad. Uh, da dad. I actually say Did his name was Jerome. <laughs> like the German Shepherd. I had a boy about your age. What he, was his name? Jason. He was uh, very dear to me. Hi, how are you uh, from the shadow plane? What? How does that work? I don't understand. So basically, I'm not going to answer in character, but basically the, uh, the, way, the way I was conceiving the character is that... I was going to say, she sounds a lot, a lot like, like Gormley. <laughs> I can't help it. Not a voice actor. <laughs> uh, so the idea is that her, that her father was trapped in the shadow plane, and he eventually met her mother, who was a denizen of the shadow plane, was this you know, otherworldly creature. And they, I thought you said she was a dentist in the shadow plane. She was a dentist in the shadow plane. <laughs> She's making her way through dental school. Well, she was a dental hygienist. She was doing her. very well, Troy. She was doing very well. Listen, we all got to make our own way. Uh, but yeah, and then but her mother then disappeared. So her father and then took the young child and trained her to be a warrior and someone who could you know they've been they've been searching trying to find ways into alternate planes trying to find her mother. Now here's the million dollar question. Okay, and I don't even know if we can discuss this. But you guys don't even know what class this character is. 
Yeah, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that right now. Honestly, for a little bit, I didn't even know it was Matthew. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm so, like... <laughs> it's still reeling from... Yeah, I just, I, I thought it was a dead body. <laughs> you right, know, like, right. Baron, your thoughts? I walk up to her and I say, listen... You seem like a woman at a time. He's got his back turned. He's yeah, I, I, point him, I point him at her. I grab his Slowly turn, turn him to face her. She, tur- she turns to Glavis and says, does he always it's talk like, with his back to people? It's, it's all right. It's, we'll, we'll I explain. say to her, look into my... We'll, we'll explain later. Look into the milky white orbs I call my eyes right now, which I can't see shit with. But I can tell that you seem like a decent enough folk. Now, what I want to know is how you got stuck in this tree... Why you're here now, what your goal is in life, and whether or not you can cure blindness. <laughs> uh, he was recently blinded. It's very upsetting. I'm I, sorry. You we're try- trying to find a way to. Well, I just wanted wow. his accent. We're trying, we're, trying to to find to f- we're trying to find a way to fix it. We figure if we all talk like him, maybe we'll snap out of it. We're fixing to fix him. Well, I'll try to answer your questions in reverse order. Okay. No, I can't cure blindness. Sorry. Uh, killer. Tire <laughs> <laughs> up and uh, killer. Lork attacks. <laughs> we'll string you from the tree we found you. Killer. <laughs> uh, like. <laughs> Roll up, buy another class pack. <laughs> what was your third alternate character? <laughs> I just want to say, <laughs> you curb blindless? No, no, I can't. Kill her. <laughs> 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 when Troy systematically murders all of your characters, expect the same level of courtesy, by the way. Actually, actually, when you I... You knew he was blind when you made the new character. Why did you just make a character that could cure blind? I support Baron in this 100%. I, I don't... I, I don't... Gormley want. could have if she had been allowed to live. I will actually... Galabras will, like, as she's talking, surreptitiously cast Detect Evil and cast it over. Yeah, I was going to say Lork would do sense motive. Okay. You know, I know it's him, so sure, sure, we don't sure. have to roll it, but Lork uh, is definitely suspicious. You notice, uh, Della, that the cleric is doing all these hand motions and stuff. Probably makes I'm not really, like, like, hiding it. I'm just, like, right. you know, uh, but while and, they're talking. I mean, you could he, even be telling her out, like, like we're detecting if you're yeah. evil. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, you'll forgive me, but I, we have, this is a dangerous place, and we have to know who we You do not with. detect evil on her. And, I, and she says, I understand. My father did it all the time. He did. Oh, he did. Your father was a man of the cloth? Yes, he was. Yes. Well, uh, you Among other things. How did you find yourself here, I believe, Baron Astia? How did you come to be in this tree? <laughs> like I said, it was all very strange. My father and I were ex- experimenting with a new way to transport between planes, a new portal. And something has gone horribly wrong. I, I, I just, I walked through the portal and I fell and I was all of a sudden a part of this tree. And Iwiga speaks up and she's like, this makes sense. As I mentioned to you that a lot of these creatures had found their way through the fissure that the uh, sort of screen between the first world and this has been uh, getting thinner and thinner. It would make sense that this creature would find her way in here by accident. This is not as strange as it seems. Well, where did you start? Where was this experiment taking place? 
Uh, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to yet. Oh, was that Matthew? That's Matthew. Oh, hey. That's Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Hi. welcome back, Matthew. Hey, how are uh, you? <laughs> uh, okay, we'll answer that later. Mater- so you- There's somewhere on the material plane. Uh, I'll retract my question. Your Honor. Uh, <laughs> why, why, why in the world were you and your father trying to leave your current plane? Uh, like I was saying before, we, we were just trying to find my mother. We've been looking for her for years. I've, I've lost family in the past. I, I understand doing anything you can to find them. What happened to your mother? She, according, <laughs> to, according to my father, she just one day disappeared. And you loved your mother? What, what kind of woman was she? I don't know. I never met her. She disappeared when I was very, very young. Hmm. Well, I never had a mother either. It's, uh, it'd be nice to find her, though. I'd be happy to help if, well, we're in a very dangerous place. Are you any good with that scimitar? I mean, my father taught me a little. And then she just whips the scimitar around like crazy and does like this crazy dance thing with it. A little bit of a dervish. A little bit of a dervish. Oh. And Lork's like, I mean, I'm, I'm only I'm okay. impressed. I'm impressed. I hit Lork in the leg, like from my lower standpoint. And I say, was she any good? What happened? Oh, she was pretty good. <laughs> I was not, good. I'm not Lork. I'm Calabras. If I, I was honest, <laughs> I can't see too well. <laughs> Lork, I'm Calabras. Ewiga says, keep your hands off my breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Baron's using this as like the perfect time to feel chicks up. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm blind. <laughs> I have a, sorry, I'm blind. I have a question if you guys don't mind. What are you all doing here? I've been here for a very long time and nobody's come through this place. Yeah, well, we've been on the show the whole time. We don't have to explain anything to you. <laughs> Um, explain it's the NPCs. So we'll, we'll explain to her where you know who we sure. are, the mission. The, sure. You, well, I guess not the whole mission, but just the idea that we're that this vault has been taken over by some evil creatures and, and we're trying to clear it of evil and then get out. We, we want to get out too. And yes. you, do you ask for her aid? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we say, like we can try to help you get out. We can't, I can't, Lork explains that he can't promise to find out how to skip back between planes. That's like way beyond his pay grade, but he can get her at least out of here. Uh, if she if she stays close to him, he's got a really good track record of keeping right. people and I'm alive. I'm sure you tell her that like you just lost. Yes, a our companion recently there. died, so it is a happy coincidence that you are here now. I'm sorry to hear that. That's yes. why you must be careful. You must not be a frontline fighter <laughs> if you don't <laughs> have the constitution in the back. Uh, and Della, you know, you think if, if your motivation is all about family and reconnecting family and being with your family and you've been trapped in here for who knows how long because time has lost all meaning in this realm, uh, there's got to be an element of like, oh, okay, I, I could I could get used to this. I could, here's a family that I could maybe try out. So I look directly at a wig as boobs accidentally because I'm blind. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I say to her, listen, when I started with this crew... I was a lone ranger. I was out of my own, trying to avenge my own family's misfortune. And I found myself in a town with Lork and with Galabras and with our dead companion, who I loved. And we fought our way out of many a pickle. And I can tell you one thing. I'm a dwarf, and I count this half-orc as a brother, and I count this cleric, this man of faith that I don't even believe in. I'm a Torag follower. He's my- pointing at a tree. 
<laughs> right. Meanwhile, while he's talking, I grab him again by the shoulders and turn him towards Della. Yeah, not Iwiga. I can tell you, no matter what you think, we don't know what you are. You're a pale woman. You'll find a home here if you are a good person that wants to fight against the night. So you're saying this to Della. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, right. before he was talking to, to the Wiggis chest, the Wiggis right. chest, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and then a tree, and then one of the monkeys, <laughs> and then finally monkeys, Della. just like his head's turned, looking just at him, throws poop at him. <laughs> oh, uh, was that the new girl? Everyone, no, that was that was a monkey. Everyone, Fair. roll a perception check. Is it vision based? Because <laughs> I everyone can't. but Baron roll. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Ooh, twenty nine, twenty two. 21. New chick has skills. <laughs> or at least rolls higher than a one. Lork, uh, Galabras, you hear a noise off in the distance, and Lork, you hear the same noise, but you're able to turn around in time to see a fluttering of wings oh. on the other side of the room, uh, right around the, uh, so basically the opposite side of the dome, chamber, the circular chamber that you're in, uh, you see it fluttering around. Same thing. And you are 100% sure with a 29 perception that it's the fucking lurker that blinded. We gotta get her. We gotta I, get her. I just, I start running at her. Yeah, exactly. With agile uh, feet. Just arm yourself. <laughs> uh, so are you guys running to attack? Yes. Well, we can't, yeah, I mean. But I'm not to kill, to not subdue. to kill. I'm running to subdue. Okay. Uh, Galabras, save your agile feet to win combat, but just okay. since you don't get so many of them, you get halfway through. But your uh, new girl, your speed is faster, right? 30. Yeah, so you would naturally get a slightly ahead of us. Because so you your speed's 20, my speed's right. 20. 30. Your speed's 30? Yeah. With your armor? Yeah, because of my domain. The travel domain. And heavy yeah. armor just doesn't matter? No, it's, it would be 40 if I wasn't wearing my heavy armor. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, your speed is increased by 10 feet. So you're, awesome. you're like being a barbarian in heavy armor. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and you guys get over there. So I'm putting, so Galabras is up with, uh, what's her name? Della. 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 Lork is five feet behind, and the rest of us are coming up. And in the, rear. the bear. <laughs> it's also with you. Uh, Della and, and the bear. You guys get over there. Uh, you get halfway across the room, and you see it, and it's still floating. It sees you, and it starts to go to the ground. And you know that once it's no longer flying, you'll no longer be able to see it. Roll for initiative. Right. Oh, God. And we also know there's something big around here. So, yeah, something. 17 for Baron. 17 for Baron. 26 for Della. Jesus, you got an even better initiative boost? You want to beat me all the time? 26 for Della. What'd you get, Bear? 17. 17. Lorky? Five. <laughs> yeah, five. Seven. Ah. If you'll notice, I'm going back to the music where we beat things instead of the ones where the entire party dies. I like right. that. I tried I like some that. new music last time. It did not work. Okay. Uh, Galabras, I'm sorry. What'd you say you got? Seven. Seven. And Baron? Seventeen. All right. Oh, doggy. It is... Della's turn. What do you guys say to Della? You guys just we go. say, "Don't kill it. We must capture that creature." Okay, Della, you are uh, what 15, 20 feet away. There's a tree directly in front of Galabras. Della, you have a clear uh, vision. You're literally about twenty feet away from this thing. 
And you've probably seen this thing. Well, you've been in various states of consciousness, but you've seen no, no, this. No, no, and, and I will, we will tell her that well, it will on. go invisible. And I, I've stuff. seen it for hundreds, like however, however it's, I think she's been here for like the equivalent of, like time doesn't pass here, right? Yeah. She's it been here for very a differently. very, very long time. Oh, okay. okay. So the first thing Della does, the first thing Della does is cast Glitter Dust. Oh! How convenient. Oh. Yes. I was no, going to say, what are you guys going to do without Glitter Dust? Okay, well, what class is she? Can we know that now? She's a mages. She's oh, a shit. mages. mages. So she actually oh. will be one of your frontline fighters. I think oh, we got to talk wow. about a mages. Yeah. Hi- Highlander. Oh. Highlander. Yeah, we haven't yeah. had a mages. Yeah, we have a we had a mages in our uh, one of our other campaigns, our Jade Reaching campaign, and he's such a badass. It's basically dude. It's, a, it's like the most broken class. Oh, I it's think, totally so. broken. It's 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 a melding of just magic user and fighter. I don't know how to play it, so I think it'll be nice and balanced. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that'll yeah. balance it out. In yeah. Matthew's hands, everything will work out. For you. <laughs> uh, but mages is there, so it's badass. so it's a fighter, but that also casts with arcane like, has a has a scimitar in one hand and a and casts arcane spells in the other hand. It can also do things where they hit with the scimitar, and then the scimitar does like slashing damage or whatever, and then shoots out magical energy. And the spell energy. goes through the blade. Yeah, it's so, a yeah. cool it's advanced a, the, class. The closest thing that a magus resembles is an anime sword fighter. Like a cloud strife from Final Fantasy VII or a bastard sword user. Anyone that can like strike someone and still like shoot electricity through them, it's, it's a awesome. very, very cool awesome. character to add to this mix. That's awesome. For at least two yeah. or three episodes. So, uh, just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> peeking, yeah, I mean, peeking behind the curtain, she is not a strength. Like you can kind of go two ways with the mages. You can go strength or dex. So she's not very strong at all. Oh. She's a dex based mage. Question, question. Did you take weapon finesse? I did indeed. Oh. But does that work for a scimitar? Does work for a scimitar? That's why you take dervish dance. Ah! So weapon finesse slash dervish dance, I assume, so allows what? you to use your dexterity bonus instead of your strength bonus for melee attacking. Exactly, but, but not for damage, right? Uh, no, it attack and damage rolls. Yeah. Wow! Awesome. Oh my so okay. this is a ranged mages. No, wow. well, no, no, she's a well, melee. She's melee. Oh, but, melee. Oh, well, yeah. she's good at everything. She's good. Yeah. <laughs> Master. Ranged, <laughs> melee fighting, and magic casting. She'll redeem us all the ra- the and smite our enemies. Jill of all trades. The spell strike ability, which is that she basically, yeah. with her weapon, she can deliver touch spells. So cool. That's so that's, she does, that's what ah. it's all. So remember when Gormley awesome. would do, like, inflict light wounds? You can do that through a sword. Like, yeah. just so cool. We got to cast this. I'm giving you two episodes to cast this right. actress. Well, I got a picture. I got a picture. I want to hear from the fans. Yeah. They're all, the they're all gonna say Kristen Stewart, so let's just fucking do it now. Oh boy. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> She's not 17. Don't let anymore. me affect what Lork you doesn't say. like her anymore. Uh, all right, so you cast Glitter Dust. And Brum, it's immune to blindness, but it is covered in glitter dust. Good call. Uh, Good call. Am I, am, I, was, am I still moving? Uh, it's up to you. No, combat started. Do you want to use a move I mean, action? Like, was it a move action for us to get there? Or No, no, I said you moved up and okay, then great. combat Okay, began. then I'll move up and get in melee combat. With oh, snap. So that thing's floating right about eye level with you at this point. Uh, all right. Blindy McBlind. <laughs> so, um... He's I'm bi- sure someone yelled out to you, It's the one that cursed you! That's almost as good as... Keep Bo- your gun in your pants! As Bodie McBoatface. Um, 
So currently, uh, to give the listeners a sense of things, um, Della is right up on the Honey Nut Cheerio Bee. Mm-hmm. Um, Galabras is next, followed by Lork. Next to him is his bear, yet to be named. And behind them are Awika and Baron. Now, to shoot at this, I'd have to go through two allied squares. I don't know about that. You have no idea where it is. Yeah, I mean, you have no... So I'm going to hold... You're being pulled by the hand through this... I'm going to hold Awika's hand and hope that things work out for me. (laughs) Smart. Good plan. Uh, And it is Iwiga's turn. Uh, I'm I'm assuming you tell Iwiga, don't... Kill it. Right. That's what we're screaming as we run. Like, uh, capture it! She in, Don't you know, kill it! She's got lightning abilities, and she's got, she can wild shape, but she's still Can you subdue a creature? Magic. So she is going to move up to it as, as much as she can. So she gets about, mm, well, she'll, she'll double move and get nope, right. No, that was a double move. That was a double oh, move? Oh, no, not for a druid. You're right. Yeah. Druid can move through all that stuff. Uh, I'll look at her movement speed to make sure, but with a double move, she can certainly get Is she right. wearing any armor? If not, then she can move easily that much. Uh, her movement speed is 30 feet. Yeah. She's so fine. she yeah, easily gets right up next to it, uh, and she just double moves up to it, cornering it with Della uh, right to her left, diagonally to her left. Okay. And it is its turn. It. <laughs> I forgot that I have to do that. Oh, my God. Imagine it blinds. Della. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shouldn't it be out of those? I guess we've rested uh, two days. Yeah, so you guys rested twice. Uh, roll a fortitude save, Della. Ten. Della is death permanently. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. All the more reason but to mate, capture She can't her. cast any spells. Why not? Well, I, she can, but... She can speak. We have to capture you, uh, it. I think it's a 20% fail chance. We have to deaf. capture it. Have to. Yep. Della, the new character. Dude, this little fuck. Yeah, permanently jabbed. This is the fuck. last fucking thing <laughs> they fucking run across. This thing Iron. killed Gormley. Make no mistake. No, no, run, it, run it back. Run back to Tate. This thing <laughs> killed this Gormley. This thing fucking killed Gormley. <laughs> and Ben Vereen. <laughs> and Ben Vereen. Uh, Baron permanently blind. Delanarn, the new hot chick on the block, permanently deaf. 20%. What a fucking misogynist way to refer to her Nailed asteroid. <laughs> Just, I'm adding flavor. Galabras. Galabras, you're up. Uh, I'm going to use command. Ah. Oh, I like that. Huge. Dude, Huge. if that succeeds, come on. If only you had a uh, hex to lower its saves. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Remember those days? Believe me. Remember hexes? I will... I will remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to say submit. DC 14 will save. DC 14 will save. Fail. Roll fail. 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 Oh, oh, fuck. fuck. Fifteen on the die. Ah, oh. uh, you should keep doing that though. That's good. I you can. got a bit I, of luck too. You can doing always it. bit. Oh, you know. could have bit of lucked yourself. Yeah, but I would have had oh, that to do it next turn. Out. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, bit of unluck. Lork. Oh, man. Uh, I'm just going to kind of turn, uh, look at this new bear, and just say, stay. Does it stay? <laughs> uh, if you want that to be the only trick it knows. I'll oh, you're going to make me start from zero again? Oh, yeah. But you can pick whatever opening trick you want it to have. 
Stay's a good one, actually. I'll let you pick any trick, but you've got to start fresh. That'll um, keep it alive. You keep all your all feats right. and everything, obviously. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's really nerfing, but I will say <laughs> stay. Sure. Fine. He says stay? You can say attack. Go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say attack right now. Right. So, uh, you know what? Okay, I won't pick it yet, but I'll say stay, and you're telling me it's not going to stay. So, I'm just going to... How many tricks did Ben Vereen know before his untimely death? Two. Two. So, you're saying he should have at least two, two tricks. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying he has to know a third or be halfway through a third, but I think he should know two. All right, have him know two, but he's starting at scratch Let's for say for the, the sake of argument that Lork made it to 10th level. It, if his animal companion died and he got a new one, like he wouldn't have no yeah, tricks. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, so he you know? knows the same amount of tricks, but it starts fresh with the teaching of the new trick. It's not like he got three days worth of Ben Burns. Right, but trick. I was going to give you the choice. You know what I mean? Like, because this creature came to he me knows from you. Stay like, and attack. Okay, so I say stay and he actually stays, and then I'm going to uh, double move. Okay, so uh, bear, I just have him written on my initiative tracker, is bear. Uh, so stays. I double move and I'm still uh, almost 15 feet away from this thing. So get it's, it's far armor, away. Bro. It's, it's tough. to get some new armor, bro. It's tough to run through this uh, uh, muck. All right. Round two. Oh, sorry. I said Della. I guess you didn't hear me. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that sorry. was good. All right, that was good. Uh, Della, what do you do? 20% failure chance because on, on any spells with somatic components, a.k.a. all spells. Verbal. Uh, Verbal, I'm sorry. Verbal. So Noam Chomsky would like a word with you. Sabbatic. Have another Coors Light trip. Or Roland Bart. <laughs> so Della is going to use her spell combat ability. So she's going to cast. So what she can do is take a full round. She has a full. She can take all of her attacks and cast a spell. Whoa. Ooh, how does that work? Basically, I can. It's it's a first level mage's ability. The idea is that I can cast one of those touch spells on my weapon and then attack with it. Oh, you so, mean spell strike, right? Well, spell combat gives me the ability, the ability to take the attacks and cast in the same. You, I can do it in the Got same it. round. Got it. Okay, and you do this how many times per day? I can do that all day. Oh, all so day this long. expends the spell, like just like yeah. a, ah, right, right. a prepared spell. So you spell. attack and expend the spell. Yeah, so I'm going to cast defensively because I'm in melee combat. Right. Uh, shocking grasp. Concentration. Uh, yeah. Concentration. Concentration, check? yeah. So I got a plus eight to concentration. What, what's the DC on this? I always forget about concentration. Do you, do you get? Um, it's a, I think it's eleven plus the spell level. Is that right? uh, it's fifteen plus double the, or fifteen plus the spell level or double the spell level. Oh, I should have it on my uh, GM screen. I'm just so excited. Uh, ah, cast defense. Cast defensively. Yeah. is fifteen plus double the spell. Yeah, level. Yeah, fifteen double the spell level. So, so actually, like, I was wrong. I got, I got plus twelve for concentration because I took combat casting. Awesome. Ah. Gotta have that. Yeah, isn't that like a that bonus sounds feat like a mages? mages? Yeah. It's not. I just took it as a regular feat. Let me That's ask you this. What level though. spell is Shocking Grasp? One. One. So DC 17. DC 17. Gonna roll a five or five higher. Got it. Nailed yeah. it. Nailed Boom. it. Now I gotta roll the percentage. So you're swinging your sword well, at no, 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 no. You have to roll 20% fail chance. That's what I'm rolling first. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Gotta roll. So I gotta, I gotta get 21 80. or higher. 21 or higher. Nailed it. 81. Oh, nice. boom. Nailed it. So the spell it. starts working through the blade. Now you got a fucking yes. hit on the Electricity, attack. like, flashing This is the, the tough blade. part. So if the attack hits, it does, it does both the scimitar damage and shocking oh, grasp spell damage. This is why mages are amazing. And just because I want to get it all in, I'm also going to spend an arc- a point of my mages arcana 
to use arcane accuracy to give me a plus three bonus to hit. Yeah. Now, how many times a day can you do that? I have five. Ma- I have Please. five. So they points. work similar to grit points. Same, same as grit points. Yeah, I have right. five points in my arcane. What are they pool. called? Mages Ar- Arcana. Wait, arcane wait, pool. wait, wait. You get five? I get three. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know who's. Well, I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I get plus three plus my normal. So that's twenty-four to hit. That's a hit. Oh my god! Yeah. This character. This gonna, is amazing. It's gonna be a shame if he kills it. She kills oh it. shit! I forgot. <laughs> Already, I forgot. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's not gonna kill it. Wait. She might. Roll it, I might. It's six plus five d six. Jeepers! Oh what? What is it falling from sixty feet? Look at Bear's microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Grant just went eyeball to the microphone. <laughs> Grant is rushed already. Well, it's gonna it's gonna screw me too. But hey, Matthew, I'm sorry about your close. Oh, it's gonna Grant. screw you too. I'm deaf. <laughs> oh, that's right. You are deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. Oh yeah, it's very low. Seventeen points of damage. Okay, it, no reflex for half. No shocking grasp. No, because it's a touch attack. Yeah, it's a touch. All oh, right, and. Is that include the slashing damage? Yeah, that's all together. 17 total. The lurker in light yet lives. Okay, good. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. Remember, god. Baron doesn't know this. Baron right. doesn't know this. He doesn't Baron, know what's happening. Baron doesn't know this. Grant And does. don't forget, and you can't, you cannot tell Della now, don't attack it. Right. Yeah. Della can't hear you. I can't, I can't, I can't no. read lips without really working on it either. Baron, you're up. Oh, I'm going to take a five foot step back. Uh, Baron does nothing. Baron holds his action. Baron holds his action. Uh, Iwiga uh, attempts to grapple it. Awesome. Uh, I think that's it. What? Yes. I think she got it. No fucking way. 16 on the die. Oh, wow. That's a great roll. Iwiga grapples. She's holding on to it like... And it is its turn. So it's gonna. It attempts to break the grapple. Fail, fail, fail. It's fail, CMB fail. or Escape Artist, whichever it has higher. Right. I'm uh, sorry, whichever it has lower. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Plus 15 Escape Artist. Oh, well, we'll never, we'll never capture it. Uh, it breaks out. Yeah, we'll never capture it. So we have to, we have we to, just bring have it to below knock zero it unconscious. Then. So we, we can grab standard it action. and it just. It wriggles out, which means it did not it blind or deafen anyone for a round. Uh, it's crazy to me that those things cast five times they tried this. You guys save, 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 and the last two times, fail, fail. Uh, it is now Galabras' turn. Right. Uh, I'm going to try again. Uh, command. Submit. Submit. DC 14 will save. DC 14 will save. Failed. Oh my god! Yeah! Yeah! Yes! Failed. Yes! That's all you yes! need. Yes! Oh my god, that's, that's all you up. need. Tie it up. Yes. Uh, it, it just kind of, and mind you, it's still completely invisible. You see its wings flapping, but the outline of it in the glitter dust, it uh, goes down to the ground and just uh, kneels before you, and its wings come to a stop. I and, s- but again, it's completely translucent. You just see the outlines of it in the glitter dust. Hog tire, boys. Yeah, tie it up. Uh, so, Iwiga uh, uh, moves nice away. Nice job, Galabras. God, spells are so That's huge. Clutch. Uh, everybody roll a perception check. Except for Baron, right? Except, can as I, always. Can, can I roll Can, Bla- can Deffy McDuff? Uh, yeah, Deffy McDuffickson can. Good. Tell me who got above a 17. 20. 
19. What'd you get, Galabras? Uh, 11. Galabras cast command on the lurker. The lurker slowly descends to the ground and submits. All you see is its glowing image covered in glitter dust. Uh, who walks up? Lork walks up. Della, the deaf, walks up. Uh, Galabras, I'm assuming, walks up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Baron, uh, Baron probably doesn't do too much, and you told the bear to stay. Della and Lork notice that in front of you, uh, next to the giant uh, hollow of a tree, similar to the one on the other side of the room, but you see three or four of them spaced throughout the room, something is wrong with one of the plants. Something doesn't look right. Hmm. And you see a giant mouth open out of one of the plants and a bunch of tentacles lift up from the plants. <laughs> and it goes to uh, whip its tentacles out and grab you to pull it towards itself. Oh, my God. It looks like this. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. And you'll fight it next week. Oh, oh, God. God. It's huge. <laughs> it is ten times the size of a bear. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.